Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. For a look back on today's match, this is the full-time report with the voices of our Atlanta United, Mike Conti and Jason Longshore. Today's game is brought to you by Equifax, Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing, AT&T, more for your thing, that's our thing, the Home Depot, with more ways to help you take on your home projects delivered right to your door. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Dunkin' Donuts, conquer the season with Dunkin's new Atlanta United Donuts, Piedmont Healthcare, and Ford. You're listening to a special presentation of our Atlanta United on the new Star 94. Here's the voices of our Atlanta United, Mike Conti and Jason Longshore. Well, a very entertaining match here in Charlotte this afternoon. It is a big, big moment in the short history of Charlotte FC as they get a 1-0 win over Atlanta United this afternoon. The only goal of the match coming on an 11th minute Olympico by Jordi Alcivar. And uh, in open play, it's like we talked about a couple times, felt like Atlanta United is probably a little bit better in open play than Charlotte today. But this was a well-played match. It is undeniably now a rivalry. Charlotte beat Atlanta United faster than Orlando and faster than Nashville. They did it in only their second attempt, and you have to give them a lot of credit today. Yeah, they were very good. Uh, credit to Miguel Angel Ramirez for going back to the 4-4-2. Look, this, that's not how he wants to play. He, he, he doesn't want to play 4-4-2. He wants to play a 4-3-3. He wants to control the game in different ways. He doesn't have the, the personnel to do that right now. And instead of trying to shoehorn people into it, he's taking what works, and he's finding an identity with this group. A little combative, a mm-hmm. little, little difficult to play through. That midfield diamond, you know, they were physical today, and Alan Chapman let that physicality go. You take what the referee gives you. No problem with the way Charlotte plays it. If the ref is going to allow it to play out that way, you take it and you run. And it was disruptive to Atlanta United. But it wasn't just that Charlotte defended and was disruptive. They did get forward on counters. They were dangerous when they got forward. Swiderski's a handful. I thought Daniel Rios was great for them. Bender was a little quiet. But really, to me, what decided the game in Charlotte's favor is the quality of Jalen Lindsay and Joseph Mora on the day. 
those were two players that I thought Atlanta United could create 2v1s against, create superiority against, and Mora especially really stepped up. Lindsey's been pretty good this season. Mora in and out of the starting lineup, he didn't look like somebody who should be on the bench today. Well, it felt to us like Atlanta United was most threatening in this match when Tiago Almada was getting touches, and he is our man of the match. Brought to you by Heineken. Six of Atlanta United's 13 chances created today came from Tiago Almada. Almada was brilliant at times, and he was brilliant in all facets at times. He had a couple of defensive actions, too. Only fouled three times. I felt like he was actually hit a whole lot more than that. Won four of his six ground duels, but six chances created. 49 of 56 on the passes, three shots on the day. What I liked most about Tiago Almada on the day is there was times going into the 70-minute mark where Almada was visibly demonstrative about wanting the ball and wanting to make something happen. For a young player who's in a new team, in a new place in his life, Tiago Almada being that leader in the attack was very evident today and I think it's going to pay off for Atlanta United in a big way as we continue to go the season. Tiago Almada the man of the match brought to you by Heineken the statistical recap brought to you by Piedmont official health care partner of Atlanta United shots 16 to 15 Atlanta that's a lot of shots by a the way a lot shots on target 6-4 Atlanta possession 51-49 Charlotte key passes 13 to 12 Atlanta the big chances in this match as scored by Opta one for Atlanta, none for Charlotte. I guess they assessed that uh, Olympico is not a no, big chance. And it I would definitely agree. Definitely not. The expected goal. I wonder what the XG is on an Olympico because the XG was 1.34 to 0.9 uh, for Atlanta. The XG on an Olympico from a corner is is pretty much like 0. .000001. <laughs> Six corners for Charlotte, five for Atlanta. I really think. One of the big numbers of the day, Charlotte did end up with 17 fouls, Atlanta with nine, but it felt like maybe twice that number could be called. And Atlanta United, who suffered the fifth most fouls in MLS this season, that's playing one fewer match than a handful of teams, felt like the the line set by Alan Chapman in the first half was going to be a line that was consistent for both teams, but probably more in favor of Charlotte because of the style that they wanted to play at home. Let me ask you a question. Do you feel like the game got more physical in the second half versus the first? No, but no. oddly more fouls were called in the second half. That's the, the problem. That's weird. Nine fouls in the first half, 17 in the yeah. second half. That is is not numbers that you want as a referee. It's just not because the game then is inconsistent. The cards were inconsistent. Throwing cards at the end of the game is maybe the most maddening thing to see. When you're giving a card for persistent infringement or a, a foul late that you didn't give earlier, it means nothing except for accumulation down the road. It means nothing for the game. It might look good if you don't dig into the numbers and where the yellow was issued, but it does nothing to affect the game or the behavior that you're showing the yellow card for. Right. Well, it, it's a match where Atlanta had a slight statistical edge, but uh, they do not win, which is part of the cruelty of soccer. The statistical recap brought to you by Piedmont, official health care partner of Atlanta United. We have a uh, word from downstairs. I believe Pineda's at the podium. Is that correct? Let's go down to that. I mean, many things, though. I think uh, they also, we have to give them credit. They, they, they play good. I mean, Charlotte is a good team. They, they like to play from the back. They like to have good possession. 
obviously we couldn't find those opportunities to run in behind, which was part of our plan. Try to get Marcelino and Thiago in good areas to serve balls for the attackers, and that those attackers included Andrew Goodman and Brooks Lennon. But for many different reasons, in the first half especially, we were not able to do that. The first 20, 30 minutes, it looks like we couldn't really find those spaces. So that was a bit the battle. In the second half, I think we did a very good job on that, trying to be on the front foot, better possession, trying to create more crosses. Uh, but also for me, we create better chances than them. So maybe the crosses were not there, but we create very good chances. Some of them, I think, could have... Uh, we could have a sport and maybe the, the story of the game could have been different. But uh, happy with some parts of our game. I think once we start to find Tiago and Marcelino in good areas, we are creative and we start to, to have something in behind. But obviously, yes, that's something we need to improve, the making runs in behind and try to stretch the back line. What were some of the reasons that you couldn't get Tiago and Marcelino couldn't get players in, in good spaces in the first half? Yeah, I think they, they overload the middle. I mean, you saw their shape. They have four midfielders, very active and dynamic midfielders, two forwards that make it difficult for our centre-backs to find those those gaps. So it's not like it was an easy game. We knew there were challenges. We knew we needed to be more patient, uh, to have more patience in our build-up. So we were able to really unbalance them. And I think the moments we did that, that's where we succeed. But at moments we were very direct. We tried to force balls into tough areas and they were very good at pressing uh, those half spaces that we want to occupy. So that was the first half. The second half, I think it was a bit different. We improved and, and it was probably not good enough at the end. Coach John Ellison, soccer down here. Uh, you mentioned the attack in the second half, and part of that was bringing in uh, Ronaldo Cisneros. What did you think about his first action? Oh, I, fe- I-, I felt that it was very positive. You look at a little bit of his pace and his willingness to do things in behind, to run in behind. He's clever, he's good at pressing. Uh, but obviously, as all the strikers, he needs to produce goals, and that's how we can measure Ronaldo. But it's just early stages for him, he just arrived. Four or five days ago, uh, he's just integrated into the team. But I think he's doing the right things to integrate properly to the team. So I think he has good skills. You saw a little bit the speed that he has, the power that he has in those extra yards where he was able to run in behind. And obviously, again, probably that's towards the question. We couldn't really get enough crosses so he can shine a little bit more. But I think it's a very good addition to our team. Yeah, it's a good point about Ronaldo Cisneros, by the way. You mentioned during the game broadcast, you can see the pace he has. It's so apparent, and it does feel like he's going to give Atlanta United maybe a slightly different profile at center forward compared to, say, a Joseph Martinez or a Dom Dwyer, really because of his stride pattern mm-hmm. and his length. Uh, that's something that you're not necessarily going to get with a Joseph Martinez. Oh, and his, his background. I, I mean, he's a, a kind of forward who's going to look to turn and run and, and make those kinds of plays. Maybe not as good on the ball as a Joseph Martinez, who can he can turn into a playmaker at times when he drops into the midfield. I think Cisneros wants to play on the back shoulder of the, the back line. He wants to try to get those center backs in difficult spots. We saw him outrun Fuchs and Corujo multiple times. He just opens up, in my opinion, more space for Almada and Moreno. And I thought once Cisneros came on, Dwyer was trying to play a lot of the things that we've seen Joseph Martinez do in in terms of combining and dropping into the midfield. Dwyer was trying to do that and had some effectiveness doing that as well. 
But when Cisneros came on and stretched the game, that opened up more space for Almada and Moreno as the second half went on. But you couldn't find the ball in behind. And I think it's really important that Gonzalo Pineda mentioned you weren't able to get a lot of crosses off today. We know they want to get Brooks Lennon in crossing situations. You want to get Andrew Gutman in more crossing situations. That goes back to Mora and Lindsey for Charlotte. Really changed the way Atlanta had to play because of how good they were today. All right, we have much more to come on the full-time report. Uh, this is going to be a little weird because Jason and Miller and I all have different travel plans <laughs> to get home. So uh, Jason's going to have you the rest of the way. We'll have the highlights when we come back. We'll have the hot play of the match. And Jason will take your questions and comments on Twitter as well. So tweet at him, at Longshoe. We'll have more of the full-time report in a moment as Atlanta United falls this afternoon to Charlotte, 1-0 on Star 94. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. You're listening to Atlanta United Soccer, live on Star 94, WSTR Smyrna, Atlanta. An Odyssey station. Back to the full-time report. On the rhythm of Atlanta, the new Star 94. Welcome back to the full-time report on Star 94. I'm Jason Longshore flying solo the rest of the way. Let's get into the highlights of this one. It started with Charlotte. They had three shots before they get a corner kick. Now, look, I, I thought that Alan Franco was dragged down by Daniel Rios. It was right in front of us. It was in the corner closest to our broadcast position. I thought Rios grabbed Franco and dragged him down. Alan Chapman disagreed. The ball goes out for a corner. And then Charlotte gets the opener. And here is the in-swinging serve. Right for goal. They score! An Olympico! Jordi Alcivar with an Olympico score. 
on a direct corner, and it's 1-0. Golasso for Charlotte. I feel like we talked about this a lot last week with D.C. United and the difference between the outswinging corners and the inswinging corners. From that side, Alcivar is able to play it into the six-yard box where it's crowded. And if you go back and you look at the way Atlanta had to defend corners on outswingers, Charlotte really lined up around the top of the 18 to the penalty spot. You're trying to drop a ball in if you're Alcivar somewhere between the top of the six and the penalty spot, which is 12 yards from goal. With an inswinger, though, the ball is going to naturally swing in towards the goalkeeper, in towards the goal. What Charlotte did, and D.C. did this last week, they crowded the six-yard box. It gets really difficult to pick up the ball, especially on a windy day like this one was, and to just deal with traffic. Brad Gazan got a hand to it, but he's not able to keep it out. I'd love to get an honest answer from Alcivar as to was he going for that side or was it one of those where you're putting it into the six-yard box and you see what happens. What happened is Charlotte got the lead early. Kind of woke Atlanta United up after that. and It was Atlanta late in the first half really starting to take control of the play and create opportunities. First great chance that was saved by Christian Kalina was in the 26th minute from Andrew Gutman. It's thrown right towards Atlanta's Alan Franco to Rios, who has it about 35 yards from goal. Then he's dispossessed by Sadich. They play on, and Sadich rolls it down the middle to Moreno. Ahead to Almada, trying to make a slaloming run. He loses the ball, but flicks it back Ooh. to Moreno, who's tripped up in the backwash. They call the foul. They don't play advantage, but the free kick taken quickly by Almada. Up ahead to Goodman, left side of the 18. Goodman shot, save Kalina. Back out to Goodman, and it rolls past him. A diving save by Kalina, beautiful one. Big save from Kalina at full stretch, and that all was started with the foul on Moreno that was called this time around, and Tiago Almada, no hesitation, takes the free kick very quickly. Charlotte switched off. Andrew Gutman got in behind and nearly equalized in the 26th minute. It was Marcelino Moreno seven minutes later in the 33rd who forced another save from Kalina. Lennon now throwing it into Almada, who squares it to Moreno at the edge of the 18. Back to Almada, takes a touch to the left, now continues on the dribble, slides it over to George Campbell, top of the 18. To Gooman, left side of the 18, cross, shot wide of the far post and out for a corner, deflected away from Moreno. I think the keeper, Kalina, had the last touch. That's one that I'll be going back to look at the replay because I think that might be Kalina's best save of the day and maybe one of his best saves of his young Charlotte career. It was created when you got George Campbell forward and in that three center back setup that Atlanta United started with, I think one thing that you didn't get much of and Gonzalo Pineda will probably be a little disappointed about this was getting Robinson and Campbell forward as that extra player into the midfield who's unaccounted for because to, to be accounted for Rios or Swiderski has to drop with them and chase and get out of the final third and go and defend. They're really not going to do that too much. Campbell stepping up that time was able to help create it. Big opportunity for Marcelino Moreno, saved by Kalina. It felt like Atlanta was going to find one as the second half went on. Charlotte defending deeper and deeper. Atlanta with a number of opportunities, a number of really close calls that Kalina did not have to make saves on. The last one... I thought was going to be that late moment of magic that we've seen Atlanta United have in the last three games. Caleb Wiley nearly equalized very late on.
Marino dribbles parallel to goal and back to the left. Ahead to Wiley now in the near corner. Caleb Wiley, left side of the 18. Here comes the cross. Lennon heads it down to Goodman, edge of the six. A bicycle attempt. He does not get contact. And then Wiley, a header wide of the far post. And out for goal kick. It's great work from Andrew Goodman to keep that one alive. It's... It's not much of a bicycle attempt, but he pops it over his head, and it ends up falling to Wiley on the back post, who has a pretty good look at it, but just can't direct his header into the far side netting. I think Kalina was stuck. There wasn't going to be a chance for him to get there to make that save. Caleb Wiley nearly equalizing late was our Scanna hot play of the match. For over 20 years, Scanna Energy has made it easy for Georgians to receive the best natural gas rates and excellent customer service. Call 877-467-2262 to sign up today. Next segment, we're going to get some questions from you guys on social media. You can tweet at me, at Longshoe. Let me know what you thought about Atlanta United and Charlotte, a new rivalry in Major League Soccer. Big display on a Sunday afternoon on national television. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us on Star 94. And stick around with us after the full-time report. I picked a few songs, and we'll see which ones make the cut for a playlist afterwards to keep the party going. But we're going to get your questions on Twitter, at Longshoe, in the next segment. This is the full-time report on Star 94. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Welcome back to the full-time report from Charlotte Bank of America Stadium. Atlanta United captain Brad Gazan is speaking to the media. Is that also a function of just not being able to switch the ball? Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I think, you know, especially in the first half, we, we you know, we're, we're getting caught on one side and, and not, we're not being able to, to switch the ball to a free Andrew Goodman or on the, on the other side, you know, Brooks Lennon. Um, or if we are, it's it's too slow, and it allows them to to you know switch back over and slide across the field, and we never really create an advantage, and then in not creating an advantage, we don't create um, you know any any issues for them. But I think it's his nerves. Look, really, he had some speed. He was able to make some runs and threaten Charlotte's back line. Yeah, I mean he he's just arrived, and so you know 
we tried to get him in, um, you know, a, a comfortable, um, a comfortable understanding of, of what we're asking of, of our strikers and, you know, the players around him and, and what they like and, and what he likes. Um, it's, it's still early days. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's what you want though, in terms of just arriving somebody that's kind of a, you know, put their body on the line and run and chase down balls and, um, you know, be a bit of a nuisance. And, and he certainly did that for us today. And I think it's only, he's only going to grow um, the more time he spends with the group. Was there any positives up to that? Yeah. I mean, listen, you know, sports, a, a cruel game sometimes. And you look at the amount of chances we created, you look at, um, you know, the, the, the second half. Yeah. They, they maybe had one or two half chances, but, you know, I think the second half we were all over them. Um, you know, some adjustments at halftime and, and we were all over them. Just didn't have the, whether it be the final ball, the final shots. We didn't, um, we, we just, you know, we, we struggled to then put the ball in the back of the net. And, um, you know, that's the, that's the name of the game. Brad Kazan, you can hear the frustration in his voice just a bit. I agree with him. I felt like the second half, Atlanta United was all over Charlotte but could not find the breakthrough to get a point and take it back to the A. We're going to go back to our break, come back with your questions on Twitter. Your last call for them at Longshoe. We'll be back with you on the full-time report on Star 94. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. 
Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Back with more full-time report on the Rhythm of Atlanta, a new star, 94. Welcome back to Charlotte. Full-time report after Charlotte FC gets their first win over Atlanta United 1-0 on an goal Olimpico from Jordi Alcivar in the 11th minute. I'm Jason Longshore flying solo the rest of the way. Mike Conti's got a plane to catch. I'll be in my car driving back to Atlanta tomorrow. So I get to rest after a frantic couple of hours. Uh, did Atlanta United 2 last night, a, a tough loss for the twos in Kennesaw, drove to Charlotte, and then a tough loss here today. Maybe I'm the bad luck charm. I'm not sure. Let's see what people think on Twitter. I'm sure that'll start a, a narrative. Go for it. Have fun. A um, couple, of, couple of things about the referee. Uh, Reese929 had to say that the refs have been a joke late in the game. Um I want to be clear in, in, in when I was talking about Alan Chapman in this game, and, and I have, I guess, issues with the way the game was called throughout because, one, the line changed in what was allowed and what wasn't allowed. And I think when you see nine fouls in one half and 17 in the other half, and I don't think the play changed. I think both teams were, were combative about the same level as the game went on. I don't think anything changed. That's an issue, and that gets really difficult for players on both teams. And, and look, both teams were frustrated with the way the game was called at times. I, I think the inconsistency on cards as well is, is maybe the biggest thing that frustrates me in some of these moments. And we take a look back at where the yellow cards were thrown. There were four yellow cards issued in this game, but none before the 74th minute. Brent Bronico and Christian Fuchs got yellows for Charlotte in quick succession. Franco Ibarra on maybe his first foul of the game in the 83rd, and then Jalen Lindsay got one for time-wasting in the 85th. Those yellow cards do nothing to change the behavior that they're intended to do. And last week is a prime example in the way that the match was called by Armando Villarreal in D.C., where fouls were called early and consistent fouling progressed to yellow cards. And go back to where both of the central midfielders who were sitting deep for D.C. United Russell Kanaus and Sofian Jafal both picked up yellow cards in around the 32nd, 38th minutes, if I remember correctly. They had to drop off, and they weren't able to press as aggressively because they're on a yellow card because fouls were being called and then consistent fouls were being ramped up to yellow cards. That changed the game. That's the intention of yellow cards. That's the intention of persistent infringement. And when fouls aren't called early and then they start to get called later and then you get persistent infringement or finally yellow cards thrown for consistent fouling late in the game, there's really no time for it to affect it. It adds up for accumulation. Sure, that does nothing for Atlanta United with those three yellows to Charlotte players. I'd like to see more consistency across the league. I felt like last week and this week, were refereed completely differently by Armando Villarreal and Alan Chapman, two very experienced referees. I feel like Alan Chapman is a very good referee in this league, but the inconsistency today detracted from what I feel like was a great match by both teams and a really entertaining match. It's one of those blips in the match that I wish wasn't there. I wish we could have seen how things might have progressed differently. Um, Shiva says it was a well-played match by both teams. Atlanta just couldn't find the back of the net. We move on. We keep building. 
got to remember the week that Atlanta United's had, too. And I agree with Shiva. I think it was a really well-played match by both teams. I think Brad Gazan kind of echoed that in his post-match comments. Atlanta doesn't find the goal. You have the bad news at the beginning of the week. And, look, you knew that things were not going to be good with Osvaldo Alonso because we saw that, that incident in D.C. We saw what happened with his knee. Big concerns about his you know, ability to be able to continue the rest of the way. Mateus Osechu, you knew it was a hamstring. You knew he was going to be out for at least a few weeks. Nearly scores a goal but blows his hamstring in that moment. Okay, Joseph Martinez didn't know that was coming. That's a lot to take in in one week. And Gonzalo Pineda took some chances with his lineup today, and he went to a little bit different shape, I think, to try to find some comfort with all of those changes and try to make it simpler for the attacking players to be able to attack, for Almada and Moreno to be able to focus on making things happen in the attack. It happened eventually, and in a way it happened maybe a little bit more when they went back to a 4-3-3, which they've played typically in this season. There's some interesting things coming out of this for me in terms of those lineup decisions. One, you have three very good center backs, and you're probably going to play two of them most of the time. Miles Robinson, Alan Franco, George Campbell. I think George Campbell has shown you this season that he can be a starter at this level. Alan Franco is very underrated, in my opinion, and we know how good Miles Robinson is. If you're only going to play two of those, one's going to be out. You have the ability to keep people fresh. You have the ability to come in and go to three center backs in a game, depending on the game's tactics, but you're going to leave one of them out. I think Ronaldo Cisneros, in his limited time today, showed that he might be the fit for this attack right now without Joseph Martinez. Still got to continue to build chemistry with this group, but I like his pace. I like his work. I love his ability on the press as well, and Gonzalo Pineda mentioned that. He just gives you a different element, and I think being able to stretch the field created more space for Almada and Moreno as the day went on. And you've got to get Luis Araujo back into this team. He's coming off of a hamstring pull. And, and Gonzalo Pineda has been really clear in explaining why it has been slow for Araujo to get back into the team. He's an explosive kind of player. He's a, a fast twitch guy. It's very easy to have hamstring injuries be recurring if you're that kind of an athlete. You have to be careful with that. You don't need this to be an ongoing thing. What needs to happen for Atlanta United, and I talked about this on 92.9 The Game this morning with John Chuckery, Atlanta United has to look towards being their best in the second half of the year and going into the postseason. That's how you win the title in Major League Soccer. Not to say the first half doesn't matter, but Gonzalo Pineda has experience with this in Seattle where they've had injuries, they've had maybe slow on bringing players in, they bring them in in the summer window, and the first half of the season have been about figuring things out, figuring out what options you have, what variants you have in terms of lineup, in terms of tactics, and then you start to nail down who your 11 is, who your main subs are, and you roll it consistently in the second half of the year down the stretch. He's going to be forced to do that a little bit here because of the injury situation. But you'll get Joseph Martinez back in the summer at some point. You'll have Araujo back before that. Cisneros is here on loan through the summer. You've got to make a decision on extending it. It's only a short period of time, but with the questions about Joseph Martinez, wouldn't be a surprise to see that extended. And you've got to figure out what works now to get results for playoff positioning, but then what the expectation is in the second half 
going down the stretch and what that can create. That's the key, I think, for Gonzalo Pineda, to learn more about this team over these next few weeks, learn about some players on the roster who maybe wouldn't have gotten an opportunity without some of these injuries, and see if they can be people that you count on in big moments later on down the road. Question, last one here about, uh, let me get Bear Ellis's to finish us up. Even though we played well, this has got to be chalked up as a disappointment. The inability to score is a problem. Also, GA percentage on set pieces must be very high. Our opponents know it's a major weakness. Set pieces just aren't taken seriously, and it's costly. I think Gonzalo Pinedas talked about how they work on set pieces consistently, and I do think this game is a very different situation than conceding a set piece against Sporting Kansas City in week one where it's flicked on at the near post and finished on the back post. It's different than the Charlotte goal from a set piece at Mercedes-Benz Stadium where it felt like more of a marking issue. This one is far more fluky. But what you have seen now, I think, is a difficulty in dealing with in-swinging corners. So we're getting more specific and we're drilling down rather than just they can't defend set pieces. I think they defend set pieces in terms of free kicks just fine. Corner kicks, I think they've defended much better on corner kick situations. Outswingers, in-swingers, they've got to figure out how to deal with that. One thing that jumped out to me that was glaring, and it happened multiple times on those in-swinging corners, it happened again in the second half, is nobody is getting between Brad Kazan and the attacking player who is there to distract him. You put an attacking player on the goalkeeper to make it difficult for them to go get to the ball. No Atlanta player is getting there in between. That's something that has to be corrected, and and I'm not sure who takes that leadership on, but somebody has to get there, shove that guy around, knock them out of the way before the play is made, before the ball is brought in. Make it clear that they're not going to be able to get to Brad Gazan and make it difficult for him to make his decisions. felt like that's what affected the first goal. Brad's distracted by the player right in front of him, makes it very difficult. He's only able to get a hand to it. A defender or anybody on the field, it could be Santiago Sosa, it could be your forward, whoever it is, has to get there and say, no, you're not getting in the line of sight of my goalkeeper. I'm protecting the goalkeeper. So let's go specific on those set pieces now. It's in-swinging corners that are the issue. And this one is a little fluky, but you can do better and you can protect your goalkeeper better in those situations. Give him a better look. Thanks for all the questions. Thanks for all the interaction on social media. We always appreciate that. We'll have more of that next week at the Benz with myself and Mike Conti, and we'll go back and forth on it, and we'll give you our thoughts. But one more segment. We'll talk about that next week at the Benz, Atlanta and Cincinnati. We're going to take our last break on the full-time report on Star 94. That should be it. That is it. Full-time. This is the full-time report on the rhythm of Atlanta, the new Star 94. Welcome back to Charlotte. Atlanta United falls 1-0 to Charlotte FC here this afternoon. Atlanta United would like to remind you that for each Atlanta United clean sheet this season, they will donate $2,000 to the Children's Health Care of Atlanta. Unfortunately, not today. The defense has really picked up for Atlanta United these last couple of games. Got a clean sheet last time, not today on the Alcivar Olimpico. So, this year's donation total is currently at $2,000. Atlanta United will try to add to that next week as FC Cincinnati comes to town. 
I would tell you about FC Cincinnati's game this weekend, except they didn't have one. It was rescheduled because they were due to play in Seattle yesterday. But Seattle and New York City, both of their league matches were postponed by Major League Soccer this week to allow them to prepare for the second leg of the CONCACAF Champions League semifinal series. It'll be at Red Bull Arena in the midweek this week. So Cincinnati will be well-rested coming into Atlanta next week. They've been a Jekyll and Hyde team this year. They started out really poorly, conceding six goals in their first two games without scoring. Then they won two in a row in Orlando and against Miami. Then they came here to Charlotte and lost 2-0 and then had a wild back-and-forth game with Montreal at home last week and lost 4-3 in that one. They have conceded a lot of goals. Atlanta United right now need to find more goals. Maybe that's a good recipe for next week. Kickoff will be just after 6 o'clock. We'll be on the air on 92.9 The Game at 5.30 with the Five Stripes countdown. Stick around on Star 94. I went through some of my favorite songs that fit the Star 94 playlist and dropped them in for you. So enjoy a little post-match playlist on Star 94, and we'll be back next week from Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. This has been the full-time report on Star 94. This is Jason Longshore signing off from Charlotte. 1-0 to the home side today. This has been a special presentation of our Atlanta United on the new Star 94. Thanks for everything, Dylan. Appreciate it. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.